Hey, kid, we're going to say some stuff, and uh, your parents will be real upset with us if they hear you repeating it, so scram. Get out. All right, on with the program. Yo, it's Sketch. So, thing is, we didn't really plan for this to be a podcast. We were mostly just recording so that we could keep track between sessions. And since we weren't trying to make a show or anything, if a player couldn't make it, we would just play without them. All this is to say that for session two of our game, Aaron was unfortunately busy with work. So I stepped up in the role of Wick. However, we've forced Aaron to overdub my lines, as well as we recorded a little mini-adventure for Wick that will be in the next episode. You won't even notice he's gone. So, kick up your feet. Forget about that one guy at work is always asking you questions he should know the answers to. And join us in Avoiding Reality. Starting us off this session, I would like to ask Clint a question. And I would like to ask Clint, what's your favorite holiday? What, my favorite holiday? Yeah, you can make something up. It's gotta be tax day. Yeah. Yeah, we celebrate tax day real big in Lucent City. Everybody loves it. Everybody. Not just the employers and the interns. I'm pretty sure that all of the ferrets, the crabs, the lizards, heck, even the agathins. Yeah. Look, they all, they love tax day. And they love giving money to us. Maybe some of them, they get a little bit hesitant and they don't agree to put up the banners in the streets celebrating tax day in big bold times new roman type on size 12 so that only the employers can see it <laughs> like for a banner <laughs> very small that's like a text size when you're reading an a4 sheet just a normal paper <laughs> it's just it's just like a, a bunch of tiny business cards hanging on the rope it's, no it's not business cards. it's one big business card you gotta make a big picture when it comes to tax day. But, oh man, the floats that we very generously provide the people are just made of the commoners' money. But we let them parade their money towards us in lieu of the banks. It's great. Yeah. That does sound great. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it is the best of all holidays in not just Lucent City, really. It's it's spreading. I've heard word that in some of the outer cities they've begun tax days there down the employer grape winery. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So having been chased out of the elevator into some unknown floor of the chasm of Agatha by horrifying insect feline hybrids known as Grammolds, 
CrabLad69 used quick thinking and blasted the exposed entry with a laser cannon sealing it shut. Our dutiful employees now find themselves in a closed-off mineshaft. The room seems darker than the ones that came before, but as soon as they turn around, they find themselves blinded by their own flashlights, as it reflects off dozens of agatite crystals bouncing all over the room, lighting it a vibrant shade of pink. The only thing more pressing on their minds than the beautiful sight they're beholding, the sense of dread they feel as the skittering of thousands of legs draws closer through the walls. So, as the room lights up, you guys see Agatite, first of all, and then also a bunch of places where it looks like Agatite has been dug out. There are a bunch of Agatite shards on the ground, and the room forks off into two separate exits. Straight forward is a big wall of Agatite, so essentially a dead end. To the right, a smaller tunnel that's covered in yellow tape with some symbols you can't really decipher, but the assumption is keep out. Left rail heading straight down with some boards missing leading to a bumpy and dangerous ride. Uh, to the left is also a pile of scrapped mining equipment, an old broken down air compressor, trashed mine carts, pickaxe head, charred rotary hammer, and various other tool parts. Crablad, Clint, and Meredith, you guys are all freaking out about the Gramolds that are burrowing their ways through the wall. Robert and Wick are fairly calm. What do you guys do? Can I just get a reminder of the last thing that the Gremolds said to those of us who are influenced by them at present? Get out. <laughs> Saying get out? Yep, get out. The characters who are freaked out, how is that showing? Are they just freaking out or are they actually trying to find a way to get out? Are they acting irrationally or just... They would be very high heart rate and having an impulse in their head that's just screaming, get out of here. Okay, so I, I think Robert will try to calm down everyone. What kind of role would that be if he tries to just talk them down? But mm. Would that be an empathy role or maybe provoke? Yeah, empathy. Empathy is good. Okay. Empathy is good, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do a roll. 13 plus 4 is a 17. That's enough. What do you say to try to calm them down? I'll tell you like how much calmer it makes them. Okay, Gramolts are still around, but let's just focus on the job, everyone. We can do this. We are prepared. Let's just head towards the left is my suggestion. Let's see if we can make any use of the mining tools here, and let's just focus on the job. We'll deal with the Gramolts later. Thanks to Crablad, we managed to buy some time. Let's just center ourselves. Just breathe deep and keep in mind the words of Atlas. A rushed mind is a mind that's lost forever. You guys roll to see how well this speech works on you. Okay. I just love like, I know that certain death is just beyond the wall, but don't worry about that. Let's just do our job. 15 from Clint. All right. What about you two? I said 18. 18. Okay. I rolled a nine. A nine, okay. I rolled 20. 20! Okay, crab lad, you are back to your faculties. You are totally fine. You're a chill little crab. Yeah. Clint, you are also fine. You're used to working in a high-stress environment and you managed to get your bootstraps up and just do, the, do your job. Meredith is still very much freaked out. Oh, do I still have my physical stress? Yes, you do. 
I also don't know entirely if I'm supposed to refresh your fate points, but I don't want to, so I will not. <laughs> I think that's more fun. So, the only person here who's still freaked out and hearing the grumbles is Mare, right? Clint would have probably been a little bit stunned by the voices looking mm-hmm. up, and no one would have noticed this, but like microscopically, hair on the side of his, like, top of his head would have been starting to just unstick from the gel or whatever that he's got in there (laughs) and like slowly droop and then when rob's speech motivated him he remembered oh right perfection and it just sprung (laughs) back into place immediately after snapping out of that clint would say a riveting speech old friend thank you rob (laughs) you're welcome let's focus on the job Yes, we must. Okay, everybody good? Everybody ready to be productive? Yes. It looks at Mare, and it's pretty clear that Mare is still affected, right? Panic attack. Yes, it's very clear. Okay, hey, Rob, that was an excellent speech, and really it did as much as it could for those of us paying attention, but some of us have (laughs) been sleeping on the job. Mare, come on! Can I assist Mare at all? Can I try to do what Rob has just done? Except maybe not use empathy, but, like, willpower? Yeah, sure. Force her to be calm. Yeah, I'd love to force Mare into being calm, as I am such a source of light and reassurance. Uh-huh. I'm starting to get Dennis vibes from this character. <laughs> the Menace? No, from Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. Roll a will. I just used up an 18, so... <laughs> oh, I got a 16, plus my will, so that makes a 19. 19? What do you do, exactly? Tell me. I'm going to kneel down in a way that my suit does not get anywhere near the dirt. So it's going to look a little bit like a terrifying squat, like a monster squatting (laughs) about to pounce. Just my best effort to get down to eye level. Look at Mare into those little cutesy little goggles with my deathly eyes and say, Mare Bear, we need you to snap out of it right now because there's a kid down here that's lost. You care about that, right? Needs your help. Come on. We have until six. Let's go. Snap out of it. And I snap my finger. That's good, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's good. That works. What does Wick do? I should figure that out. Do I need to roll anything to contest that? or <laughs> You can contest it if you want to. If you don't want to. Contest what? It's so effective. It turns her around to being angry and just decks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a bad idea. No, no. As Clint snaps his fingers and Meredith's eyes kind of refocus, she looks straight at him and says, Hey, Clint. I'm right here. Okay. What is it? Are you back? If you call me Mayor Bear one more time, I'm going to cut the tongue right out of your freaky little face, okay? He's willfully ignoring that and moving on. Just assuming that she's better. Just like the extent of his niceness towards her in that moment. Wick has completely ignored y'all and he has started digging through the pile of mining supplies. Looking for something he can use as a weapon. Okay, so I guess... Clint would head over towards Wick because he noticed those mining supplies as well. Yeah. 
And as the boss at the moment, he immediately feels like he needs to decompress some of his own stress by saying, Wick, good. <laughs> Taking initiative. I love to see it. I was just going to say that maybe someone should look through all of those mining supplies. Let's see. Why don't you run up the inventory? Okay. And I'll check back with you in, say, five minutes. Okay, Wick? He just stares at you and rolls his eyes and then he keeps digging. <laughs> Not sure that we have five minutes. <laughs> I'm not sure you do either. Crablet69, let's not be negative about this. What do you mean? Those fuckers dig fast. They do. Okay, what can we do to stop that? Can you, like, squirt some type of liquid metal shield over the soil? No. Are you sure? I can turn my arm into a big knife. Sketch, can you repeat what was part of the mining tools that we could see? Yeah, sure. Wick has picked up the rotary hammer, by the way. I rolled to see what he got. This is an <laughs> out-of-character question. It's like a big drill they used to pound into cement. Oh, okay. Cool. In character, then. Hey, uh, Crab Lad, what's that thing mm -hmm. he's got there? I believe that is a rotary hammer. <laughs> is he okay. not Australian anymore because you don't have the voice box? Yeah. <laughs> do you guys really want to hear me just straight up do a regular Australian fucking accent? It's going to be Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. No, I hate it. Right. I believe that's called a rotary hammer. Okay. <laughs> so what's in the pile is an old broken down air compressor, a bunch of trashed mine carts, a pickaxe head, and various other tool parts. So if you're looking for anything in particular, you can say it to me and I'll tell you if it's in there or not. Okay. If you guys can think of something that I think logically would be there, then mm. it's probably there. Okay. Diamonds? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? This is an agatite mine. Why would there be diamonds? Because the miners use diamonds in their tools. <laughs> okay, fine. There is a diamond bit. Yes! Got him. That's the one yeah. the one weakness to the Gramolds that he didn't realize existed until I just wrote it into existence, guys. Are you gonna use a fake right. pun for that at least? <laughs> Look, I thought it was funny, but maybe not everyone appreciates my diamond bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Robert wants to take a look at the mine carts and see how trash they are and how big they are. Would we be able to fit in one of them realistically? Yes, all of you would fit in one. It's pretty big. And how is it trashed? Is the site broken? So there are a bunch of them and they are trashed in different ways, but all together you could build at least one Frankenstein cart. But it would take time. Okay. Time, you say. Everyone, look, if, if our focus is getting away from the Grammolds, what if we build this mine cart? There's enough parts here that we could finish building one, and it's going to take time, but we would be able to make progress faster and go down in the cart and advance further down faster, get away from them. What do you think? If you think that we can do that, then yes. We're here, and... <laughs> We have to work together. And Robert look in the room that was on the left and see if we build a mine card, would there actually be a safe passage down or a way to use the card? Yeah. So give me an investigate. Okay. 
It's an 11 plus 1, so 12. Okay, yeah, that's good enough. You have learned from your past mistakes. And you see a plaque on the wall next to the cavern, and it's dusty. But you blow the dust off. <laughs> How do you blow it off? I don't know. You wipe it off. You don't have, you don't have mouth. <laughs> you wipe the dust off. <laughs> it's oxygenation. Come on. Yeah, there's just like a bunch of air coming out of his like glass bowl. Yeah, go with that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what you see is a chart that shows you three floors down. You see that you are currently on floor 13. This is the map that you see. And we need to get to 16. Okay. Ooh. And we're presented with just a beautifully illustrated map here, made by Sketch probably last night, maybe the night before. It shows <laughs> a floor 13, which has a bunch of cubic squares indicating rooms, between some of which looks like there to be an elevator. And then we can see which routes are connected and which routes are blocked off with little red X's. So cute. I love this. This is fun. Yeah, you nailed it. You guys still haven't built a minecart, by the way. Oh, God. Okay. But Wick has gotten all of that. Okay, it's been five minutes, right? I gotta revisit <laughs> my boy. What do you want? Hey, Wick. How's that inventory coming along? Ugh, I got his rotary hammer. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Look, I've been meaning to have a talk with you, Wick. But that's, I think, gonna have to wait until you're just really more here. So, for now, great job, bud. Thanks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they slap him on the back in a very nice way. A nice way. He looks angry. Oh, come on. <laughs> he doesn't like you. You'll just have to accept it. Walk back to the crew. Meredith, will you help us build the minecart together? I know you're a good tinkerer. Yeah, would that be a crafting roll? Yes. Okay, cool. That is a good yeah. roll for that. Come on, little dice, don't fail me. No, don't fall into things. Okay, 16 plus 5. Yeah, that's enough. Hey. Do you want to add anything to it? Because you rolled pretty well. What do you mean, add? Do you want it to be a basic minecart? Do you want to do something fun with it? Let's just do it fast. Like, just want? it's a basic minecart as fast as possible. All right, lads. Let's make another mech out of this minecart. <laughs> that does sound pretty cool. <laughs> a mech cart. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you just put, like, the body of the minecart on top and, like, around Crab Lad. And then he just runs <laughs> around. I'm a minecart now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to suggest if there's not just like an automatic way to move these things, I could just use the mech to push it and then cling to the back. Yeah. You can do that. But that would give you some benefits. Are you saying sketch that tracks? Oh it does God. track, yes. <laughs> Kevin, could you repeat that one more time? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to fucking use the crab lad mech to push the minecart and then cling to the back whenever we're up to okay. speed. Yep. So... As you guys jump into this minecart, I'm assuming you're going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Grandma will just pop out of the walls. They're coming at you. Oh, no. You guys better 
Oh heck. Skedaddle. Oh heck. Okay. Grammals are closing in on you. Roll me. Let me just. I'll roll a d20. Why not? Okay. You guys get away. I'll move on. Now where? Robert shouts to straight. Too straight. Yeah, okay. Too straight. <laughs> Too straight. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's how they say it in Japanese, I'm pretty sure. Oh, by the way, while Rob's shouting out directions, Clint mm -hmm. looks to Mare, and I know Crab Lad is like full preoccupado, but looks to Mare and just mm -hmm. says, Okay, look, what we can't do is we, you and I, we cannot forget the very important directions that we were supposed to memorize. By getting the mix up with what we're hearing right now from Rob, I'm, I got mine. Just you got yours, right? Because crab lads a crab. That's true. Yeah, of course I know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mary. You know, I'm beginning to to trust you a little bit more. Each passing week, Meredith just mumbles under her breath. Don't you forget that I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> she doesn't care if Clint can hear, whatever. She's just. You. <laughs> Some bitch. Roll me Will. Me Robert or who? All of you. Oh no. Okay. Ah beans. No, not this again. Oh boy. Fuck. Ooh. Roll uh, 19. No. So I have a Clint has 12. Craplet? Okay. Yeah, you're freaked out. Craplet, what did you roll? I rolled a three. Oh boy. Well, I rolled a seven. Oh no! I okay. can't be the most common collected one here. No. Okay, so you guys come to a clear cross, like a very evident crossing, right? You're steadily heading towards a lever that will shift you off one track to the other. On one track are currently eleven baby ducks waddling down the rails. <laughs> <laughs> On the track opposite is an adorable kitten playing with a ball of yarn. What do you do? <laughs> Aww, uh, kitten sounds so cute. What do you hit? <laughs> Fucking troll. We crash and burn and die. The end. <laughs> All the baby animals are safe. Cat is loosely related to the ferret. Robert says, go to the kitten. And he, like, sneakily prepares one of the toy balls and readies it oh. to throw it in an attempt to distract the kitten. Yeah. So Meredith, do you want to resist that and go towards the ducks? Because you can. Either way, we're going towards something, so... <laughs> so fuck that kitten. <laughs> no, it's like, I, how are we supposed to choose? No one's questioning how these baby animals are like 15 floors <laughs> down in the ground. Don't think about it. It's not important. It's just a mirage from the grandmolds. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Just a hallucination. It's an illusion. <laughs> I wonder if the Grammolds would be more distracted by a bunch of duck corpses than one cat corpse. <laughs> I don't know. You guys come to a decision together. What do you want to do? It'd be a great plot twist if the Grammolds were vegetarian. <laughs> I would love to I would love to contest your logic sketch as a DM mm -hmm. and and bring to question everything that you've planned here and say that there's no way that we have time to discuss a split-second decision like this. All of you are able to grab the lever. You don't discuss it. We all make a decision. I don't know how strong I am. Can I scuttle under the cart and then just carry it over? <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. 
That's cool. And roll physique. Yeah, not great. Five. Oh no! Oh no! No, we end up running over the crab. That's the worst one to run over. I don't know how fate points work. The fate points work as in, like, you use your aspects, but I don't think you have any aspects that are related to this. Rather the opposite. Small teeny boy. (laughs) What happens? I'm gonna say you still do it, Mm -hmm. but you take a harm. Okay. Uh, Basically, your, your crab sort of, like, squished inside of its mech as it tries to lift this thing that is way too heavy for it. Okay. Yeah, you have mild consequences, okay. which is, you're squished. <laughs> Doesn't seem mild for a crab, but sure. <laughs> cracks in your shell, I guess? Yeah. Something like that? Oh no, how awful. You get squished, and there are cracks in your shell now. That sounds pretty uncomfortable. You guys head towards the baby ducks. And, you know what? You were right! They are just grammals. Damn it. So what happens <laughs> is, <laughs> uh, Kevin uh, lifts his little leggies above them. They turn back into Grammolds. They're gonna attack. Let me roll here. Okay, roll a physique. Ten. You're fine. Okay. It tries to attack your mech and nothing happens. <laughs> it sort of like bends out of the way. And you have Grammolds on your heels. Continue forwards. You guys are on floor 14 now. Congrats. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And by us being on floor 14, what does that mean? So like we... What does that look like going from floor 15 to... Floor 14 in this. Group. So I drew it as an elevator, but it's just like a path down okay. on rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to indicate it very clearly. Yeah, that worked great. Awesome. Okay. Uh, you guys are hurtling towards some wooden boards to block the path. Uh, what do you do? Also, you are still being chased, very much chased. And if you uh, do stop, they will catch up and you will have to fight. What's this fuck? Still has the rotary drill hammer. Yeah, 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 Wick has the rotary hammer, that's true. Right. <laughs> Wick, go break that shit. Oh, crumbs. <laughs> that's what he says as he tries to break it. Oh, that's bullshit. Let me roll the <laughs> dice properly. Uh, physique. Eight plus four is twelve, yeah? Yes. And then I'm gonna say the rotary hammer is a plus two, so it's a fourteen. Yes, it does break them, but you guys have to stop, yeah. so you will have to fight. A couple grammals, but it will break, so you won't have to fight a lot of them. Just smash through happens. the boards. I am going to get to defending on the back of the cart with knife arm and with Clint. Knife arm. Clint's gonna also knife be in that spot. <laughs> and Robert <laughs> pulls out the seat gun and readies it. Fight time, please. Fight time. Fight. Fight. Okay. Tom to fight. So, let's roll initiative, because I don't think that is in Fate, but I don't understand how I'm supposed to pick who does what first, if there's no initiative. 17. I literally rolled a 1. Oof. I rolled an 11. 11, okay. So Kevin definitely starts, the Grammolds go second. And then, what did you get, Cassie? 14. Oh, Cassie goes second, then the Grammolds, then Clint, and then... Robert. <laughs> hey, uh, okay. uh, not the worst place to roll a one, I guess. That's true. <laughs> yeah. There are three Grammolds attacking your cart. Like, they're attacking you and your cart. Uh, Crab Lad gets to do something first, so what do you want to do? I want to chop at one of them. 
chop at one of them. Okay, do a fight if you have I one. Do. You have a fight, right? Yeah, then do it. Well, he is hit for one physical stress, and then is Meredith, I believe. Yeah. So there's just three Grimolds on the cart, right? Yeah, they're on the cart. Okay, Meredith just stabs one of them, whichever is closest. Kind of in the same place. You could stab the one that Kevin stabbed if you want to. Sure. Uh, do a fight. Stabbing the same one. Where are my stats? Plus two for fight. Okay. That's a 20 total. Wow. It's dead. Yeah. Hell yeah. One down. I am stabby. It's the Grandwood's turn. They are going to attack. Where are they going to attack? Uh, Clint is feared. Me. That's good. You'll have a disadvantage to uh, defend them. Okay, that's a nat 20. <laughs> oh lord. You, you can roll a physique with disadvantage if you want. I would love to. My physique. Right. That's the book. <clears throat> I roll... Oh, I don't think I'll get lower than that one. <laughs> oh no! You got a four, okay. So they hit you for... Two physical stress, because there's two of them. Uh, which means you get a mild consequence, and that is your tie is slightly torn. No! No, the horror! Take it back. Not the tie! Your tie is slightly torn, my friend. Description. Intern. Tall. Stylish hair and dressed to impair. Handsome Slenderman who could sell you your own farm. Tie is slightly torn. Imagine this, right? He goes to his knees, but... In his refusal to get his suit dirty, he's just weirdly crouched, screaming no. <laughs> yeah, he's also freaked out by these guys, so he wouldn't be able to defend himself. So he's just like screaming while they're tearing his tie apart. Not the tie! Uh, I can imagine that shot from an angle where it looks like they're like ripping out his internal organs, but they're just shredding his hey. The reveal was just the tie. No! Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it is Clint's turn, I believe. Okay. If you want to do a will save to see if you get free from the fear, then you can do that as well. Like, on top of anything else I want to do for my turn? Might as well. Alright, I'll roll a will. And now uh, that's only a 12. Mm, nah, it doesn't cut it. Okay. Do I need to behave in a certain way if I'm fearful? Mm, not necessarily, but you will have disadvantage on your attacks. That sucks. Alright. do. How... What's the sitch? Like, how many Grammolds are staring at me? Or... <laughs> two. There are two, and... I think I'm gonna, out of fear, not really be able to function that normally, and... Run up, and, uh... Let's see. Okay. Alright. Clint's gonna move in on the nearest Grammold, and think he's going to... Pull a, like a waste basket, like one of those wire mesh waste baskets that are kind of small, and move to pick up this grammold and dump it into it, <laughs> as if it's like a crumpled piece of paper in an office. Where are you pulling a waste basket from? <laughs> so that is you using, let me get that for you, yeah? Mm, it's, I'm trying to, like, slap on the back, let me get that for you. I don't know if I can mix and mash here, but... 
You can mix and match, but you only have one. Let me get that for you for yourself. Isn't this the item that it wants? Oh, I guess that you're... No, that's right. It's the item that I need. In Why this would moment. it want that? No, yeah. <laughs> it, no, it doesn't want to put itself in the trash. I want to put it in the trash. Okay, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Can you explain? Let me get that for you for everyone. At any point in time, Clint can rapidly fetch a small item for any character. Limit once per character per long rest. So, I've... For example, I fetched a business card for, I think it was Wick. I fetched, mm -hmm. like, the baseball hat for the friend of the kid we're trying to save. Still uh, had that on me. That's how that works. And right now, I really want to be able to just throw this grammal away in the trash. So I guess that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm summoning. Not a cool All bat right. with not a good weapon or anything. Just a trash can. But <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to tie in another ability of mine. I don't know. So, okay. Yep. I get advantage then, so does it cancel out? Yeah, it cancels out. Okay. It's just a normal yeah. fight then. Yeah, and explain slap on the back. A slap on the back, pretty simple. It's straight up that I get advantage on incorporated attacks. Yeah. Yeah, if... So, physical attacks that Clint makes towards things that involve, like workplace humor or make it look like he's in the office he gets advantage on That's yeah like he's just doing normal business things i like that. just a businessman yeah all right i'm rolling i have a plus four to fight please can i roll please oh i got an 18 okay that's a 22 <laughs> Uh, nice. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna say you kill one of them. That's cool. Yeah. And they're weak. And I crumple it up into a ball of crumpled grammald and it's in the trash can, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Right in the trash. You, like, squish it. Of course I don't get dirty at all. No. Their insides all look like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are correct. You had to slip the It's like layered. Hold on. Okay. Just... Sure. Out of character question, just so I can visualize that. How big are Grammolds? Like, size-wise? Varies greatly. These ones are small. Okay. Yeah. They're like, the small ones are, like, dog-sized, I'd say. Like a big dog. A long dog. <laughs> a long dog. Like a big sausage dog. <laughs> or a long cat. Yeah. But I'm like a long cat. You are like a long oh. cat. They are slightly smaller than you. I think Meredith feels very disturbed okay. at this display of <laughs> brutality. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> okay. Um... And Clint might be a bit confused if he killed Meredith. <laughs> Clint has to do like a one-liner or something, but it's, it, he's so afraid. He's just like, Take, taking you out like the <laughs> trash you are. Yeah. Yep. It's a Robert's turn, I believe. Okay. Um, what do I want to do? Wick was attacking boards with his rotary hammer, right? Is he still aiming the hammer towards the boards? Yes. Okay, but we've gone, we've managed to break the boards already. Uh, some of them. Okay, okay, well, all right, then Robert will just try to aim at the head of the last remaining Gramold. Be shoot. Yes. I rolled an 8 plus 3, 11. 11. Let me roll a physique for last, last little guy. That is a 19. Oh, boy. You do not hit. Clint is in your way, and you don't hit Clint, because he's, like, long and skinny, but he is in your way, so you don't hit. Okay. Yeah. 
Basically, like you're trying to hit it, but then you just lower your gun because you don't want to hit. Clint. Yeah, that makes sense. But fortune has it, since Wick rolled all right. I was just gonna have it go through one round anyways. So the boards break and you guys are on your way again. Okay. Am I able to? I don't want to roll the will roll because I like the fear thing. But am I at least able to recognize that my judgment is impaired? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna turn to to Rob as soon as we're like broken free from that situation, that scuffle. The shaft shenanigan. Turn to Rob and say, Rob, I'm my. Ugh, I'm not in the right sorts to do this. Look, we're on the literal opposite side of this floor than we need to be right now. You've got to get us out of here. All those terrifying <laughs> grandmas, oh, I hate them. Oh, they, it's like they're under my skin. My tie! Why? No, don't look at it. I tuck my tie onto the side of the suit so you can't see it. And it looks terrible now. The suit, fine, pristine, but the tie is totally out of sorts. And then we have to continue with, guys, look, I memorized the way that we're supposed to go, so it's fine. But my God, if we could just get the kid and get out of here, right? Then all is well. No need to mark anyone up. So I'm going to say that everybody is good now. You're far away enough from the Grammolds. You're good. They're still chasing you, but you're far enough that you're not freaked out. Oh, my. Ghibli goobly. Mayor, I'm glad that you snapped out of it on our back with us. That was some reckless piloting. But it's not company property, so we're fine. You guys made it to floor 16. We're here. Floor 16 is a lot better. You guys are winners. You're great. Yeah. Okay, Clint is turning to Rob and saying, Rob, <clears throat> by any chance, do you really need a luxury item tie right about now? Is that so Do you need that? He winks at him. Um, you would not know about his ability. I don't see how it helps me in this moment, but I, I don't think I need it. Okay. Well, that's fine. And Clint just turns away dejectedly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rob wants to investigate the area. Do we see anything? Or do we hear anything? You find yourself riding down a hallway before coming to a slow stop where the rails end. At the end of the hallway, you can see moonlight peering in and a flickering of light. What do you do? Meredith wonders, how is there moonlight down here? We're 16 floors underground. Robert just wants to listen if he hears anything else. He's still worried about the Grammolds, even if we manage to escape them. Is there any direction they might be coming from? And maybe he'll hear something else. So investigate or just notice. Notice, I think. Yeah, do a notice. That's 15. So you don't really hear anything. You hear a gentle breeze. Sounds, sounds nice. I think we're safe for now, everyone. I'm curious about the moonlight, too. We should probably head there. If I was a confused kid, I would probably head toward the moonlight. Maybe we'll find the kid there. When you exit, the first thing you spot is the night sky, which feels completely still. If Agatha wasn't so spacious, you might have found yourself walking off the edge, mesmerized by the beauty. Uh, you find yourself outside again, but still deep in the chasm. 
Is there just a hole that we can see that leads up where we are mm -hmm. outside? But deep down yep. in the mines? Okay. So we've made it back out into the hole, but we're just 16 floors down. Right? Presumably. Okay. Okay. Is what it maybe looks like, but I'd like to roll a notice. Okay. I roll... I've rolled so many nines today, so it's just 11. It's pretty dark. You're struggling to see much at all. You notice a large scaffolding headed down, uh, and you see a tent. A tent? Like, down below us? No. There's a tent pretty much right in front of you. It's dark, so you can't see very well, but there's a tent with a little lamp next to it. You guys see that tent? Right there? Do you think we should investigate that further? Yeah, I think that's a good lead. Nah, that doesn't seem important to our operation. <laughs> we don't know what's in the just tent. just become like a 1910 coal miner. <laughs> I have a mouthful of burrito. Nah, I see, I see. <laughs> nah, I see, I see. This burrito is delicious. We don't know what's in the tent unless anyone has, like, x-ray vision. So, you know. The rest of you can also roll a notice to see if you see something else. Oh, I know what I'm sure. going to do. I'm gonna roll a notice to see if I see footprints leading anywhere, like, around the tent. Roll a notice, and also, at least, Meredith does have, like, her little headlamp, so... We're just gonna keep staring and staring <laughs> until... Oh, hey, guys, look at that! Okay, what, what the crap light roll? That's 23. Yes, you do see some footprints. As well, you see the remains of a small campfire next to the tent. <laughs> The remains of a small child. Oh, yeah, that's God. what I thought too. <laughs> the remains of a small child. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a small campfire. The thing that's weird about it is you it is extinguished and abandoned, but not recently. And nobody has been here for a while, but the campfire doesn't look like it. Like none of the dust has spread or anything. It's it looks pretty pristine, but you can just tell that nobody has been here for a while. Wait, despite the footprints? They're sort of indented into it. Huh. Not faded or anything, they're just kind of there. Interesting. Yeah. I want to investigate the campfire. The campfire? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I rolled a, Roll I rolled a 14. So what you see are the remains of what look like journal pages. Most are torn up pieces, so disconnected sentences, complete nonsense out of context, like... My father's hand, agatite reaction, and the remains of Cyrus's excavation. Robert just wants to take a look into the tent. You can do that. Roll and investigate. Okay. Uh, I'm grabbing all those pages. Come on. Yeah, go for it. I rolled an eight. What you see is a makeshift bed made out of three sleeping bags, one that's closed up, one that's rolled into a pillow, and a third that's draped over like a duvet. Okay. You also notice a large book that says the history of Circle, which is the name of the world you're in. It's called Circle. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I wanted something that's as dumb as Earth, <laughs> <laughs> which is propped up against the inside of the tent, as well as a bag of mostly untouched rations. Yeah, that's what you get. Does anybody else want to roll and investigate? On the tent. If Crab Lab has shared that no one's been here in a while, mm -hmm. then... Mm. Well, if no one's been here in a while, 
then the kid probably hasn't been here because he would have just been here. Mm, can't can't deny that logic. Out of character question: Has Meredith relayed any of the information that she got from Humphmuffmuff? What information did I get? What? A hint that Humphmuffmuff gave of saying that time is weird. Oh yeah, that yeah, but okay. that doesn't say that. All he did was just get us in. So also, Meredith has not told the others about the pages she found. She grabbed him up, stuffed him in one of the pouches in her belt. Cool. Robert points out the rations to Crablad and suggests, "Do you need any rations? Would those help with your cracks in the shell? I guess you could stuff them in the cracks." <laughs> I think I'm okay. <laughs> I didn't think this through. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> All of you roll a notice. I want to check the expiration date on these rations. Fifteen years with a three. Okay. The rest of the 15. 14. Oh, so, okay. I rolled seven. Aww. So everyone except Robert, not only are you not any hungrier or any sleepier than you were when you entered, you feel the exact same. Mildly unsettling. <laughs> Robert is too caught up in, in looking at that book. Obviously, he knows a little bit mm -hmm. about the history of the world. Yep. He sees a book. He wants to look at it. He just wants to investigate it and see if it is the same version of or just the same edition that he had when he was taught in. Actually, would he have been taught in school? He would have had just like software pre-installed, right? Romeo lore. Okay. So he matches up the information of the book against what he has in his software or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nine. You can't really remember very well. <laughs> like, you remember the parts about Atlas, but the rest of it, you can't tell if there's any changes or not, really. Like a normal school experience, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it seems about right. <laughs> I don't notice anything weird. <laughs> okay, okay. I would have loved to pick it up, but in that case, he is just like, eh, nothing new for me here, so he just leaves it. If any of the other characters want to pick it up, they can, but Robert doesn't. <laughs> okay, should I guess there's not much else in here. Should we keep going and see if there's any other path leading forward? There's a scaffolding that leads downwards. That is a path? Yep. Right, let's give this one more try. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, roll a notice as you exit the tent. <laughs> I mean, I just want you to have it, so I don't fucking give a shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you put the book back down, you notice a piece of paper fall out. Okay. I, I pick it up. Okay. I'm going to send it to you, and you can read it. Okay. Oh, everyone, look, there's a journal entry here. It says, Day 17. I'm still not hungry and only sleeping, so I can count the days. William and Cork have been gone for a week now. I miss them dearly but it's good to know they got out safe. This place is a labyrinth. I'm starting to think I'll never find Atlas's room. And look, there's a drawing, Robert. Holds it up for the group to see. Th those are the two kids that we talked to. I think the one on the right must be the Lucius kid. He has been here. To describe the image, it is the three boys around the campfire. 
On the left, you see the lizard boy with his baseball cap on. The Agathon in the middle, holding a map. And on the right, you see somebody you haven't seen before, who you have to assume is Lucius. And he is wearing slightly fancier dress than the others. And pointing at the map. And they're, they're all pretty happy. Does that mean that these are his footprints? It, it could be. It could be. Do they lead in a direction? Can we see them going a certain way? They sort of lead in every direction, is oh, the thing. God. Okay, so what are the different directions they lead? Around the hole, heading in both directions, and also back where you came from and towards the scaffolding. Robert wants to take a closer look at the footprints, because are there ones that are clearly f from a lizard? And is there a difference between the footprints? Roll an investigate, I guess. Okay. 13. Uh, the ones of the lizard seem to mostly head towards where you came from and back to the tent. And then towards the scaffolding, but never down the scaffolding. It never makes it all the way to the scaffolding. It just goes towards it and then goes back again. While the other footprints lead everywhere. I think that we're not supposed to go to the scaffolding. <laughs> what gave you that idea? My genius. Yes. We could split the party. Is anyone else able to make out a difference between the other two footprints? I'm feeling like this Lucius kid is the more fancy one. Do any of these footprints have name brand logo in them that you can see? Because I know some, some like <laughs> foot soles are like that to have a logo in there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He is in more fancy dress. Yeah. Okay. All right. Clint is going to go investigate the scaffolding with all of his investigating mm -hmm. power, which is zero. Right. Investigate. Go. <laughs> 16. So as you head towards the scaffold, you notice and like a large indent running down in a cylindrical shape that the scaffolding is following. And it has little peaks and valleys. The scaffolding is like following this large indent running down. Inside of the hole. Yes. A large indent. Okay. Almost as if something may have been there before. One could say that. Guys, I think... If I can just remember... I want to do a lore roll. <laughs> yep. If only you guys had a history book. I'm trying to do a lore roll and reach and grab for that history book at the same time. I've got my two fingers up against my temple, pretending to close my eyes. In the other hand, I'm like thumbing through this history book out of sight of everyone else. I'm trying to look cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember what I can about a bigot. Okay. So with advantage, I roll a 14 total. From what you see in the history book, this indent looks very similar to the spine of Cyrus, the first biggin discovered. I think we're standing at the excavation site of Cyrus's spine. Creepy. Wow. Robert does like the equivalent of the cross sign with his hand. Never that would be in this world. <laughs> A circle. Just a circle. Yeah. Yeah, just like a circle with an A in it, like anarchy. So if the kid, what was his name again? No, it doesn't matter. Was trying to find something called Atlas's room? Who is, does anybody know about that? Does this history book say anything about that? 
Robert should do a lore roll, and in this case, I think since he is a disciple of Atlas, he would have advantage. I agree. He would good, know about good, Atlas's good. room. The first one was a one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Plus man. two. Thank goodness you've got advantage. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> Three plus two is a five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to, to recall knowledge about the thing that is like your whole life's purpose. Okay, so what happens is you're still slightly affected by the Grammolds. Your head's kind of hazy. You can't really uh, focus your mind very well. Okay, I like that explanation. You just can't remember. Like, you know Atlas has a room, but you can't remember anything about it. You remember Atlas came from Agatha. This is well known to everybody. Atlas is, right now, you guys would all know this, he is uh, the uncrowned king of the world. He has no say in government or anything, but anybody would listen to him, basically. But he just travels the world doing good at the moment. Rob, you know I like you. That isn't quite what I asked. We were trying to figure out what Atlas's room is. Can I have crab lads search, like, their crab's database? Yeah, sure. Search the crab database, <laughs> which will also be there. Yeah. 19. With a 19... You remember, Atlas was born in Agatha. His room was not super far into the mine. At the time, it was as far into the mine as they had gotten, but that's like 900 years ago. Any many years followed that. And they built further and further down. So by your determination, Atlas would not be very far down. So floor 16 seems like about where you would assume it would be. Somewhere around there, if not a bit further down. And all of that has been relayed to the group. Now that's the stuff, Crab Lad 69. <laughs> Floor 16. What did these kids want with Atlas's room? If they were looking for Atlas's room and they decided to set up a tent here and explore the surrounding floor, then it should be around here. I don't know what it is that made the other two kids get out, but I think we need to explore the perimeter. That sounds reasonable. We shouldn't split up, because I thought about it, and something real weird and against the whole concept of hourly wages is going on down here, and I don't like that. <laughs> so let's stick together, not split up. Why don't we go this way, and he just points at whichever, it doesn't care. Whichever, <laughs> not the scaffolding, but one of the two ways. Okay. R Robert is just ejected, and like he's upset that he couldn't remember what Atlas's room was, and that a, a crab was able to pull it from a crab crab base. So, so he's just dejected and just like, okay, we'll just do what everyone else thinks. Like, he just feels useless. Crustipedia. <laughs> Crustipedia. <laughs> I have a play I'd like to make sketch, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spitball it, spitball this idea to, to you, the higher up here. Yes. As Clint is corralling everybody to go in a, a certain direction, stick together, and just go one way or the other, he pulls back a little bit to Rob, who's sulking, walking at the back of the pack, and puts an arm around Rob's glass bio case. Right. And says, Rob, you know, I think I have 
just what you need to cheer you up. And I'd like for Clint to summon out of his side pocket, like where you'd normally just have a wallet, right? Actually, no. Ooh, I'd like for him to summon it out of like the inner suit pocket, like where you'd normally have like tissue. Yeah, where he's currently tucked his tie. Yeah, exactly. So the tie comes out. It's really a mess. It's it's terrible. (laughs) But you know how you normally flourish a little tissue when you hand it to someone, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd like for him to do that, but with the map that the kids had in that picture. Oh, that's great. I like that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah, I'll I'll accept that. Yes! (laughs) It's all he wanted in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Clint's like in disaster mode. He hands this to Rob and says, I'm sure that'll make you feel better. Oh, my tie. (laughs) He like tries to recover the tie. Hey, Clint. Here you go. What? What's up? Crab lad. Don't look at me. Hold on. (laughs) Yes. Crab lad. And I hand him an exact copy of his old tie. Clint looks away for a moment. He feels a strange sensation in the bottom of his chest, like a heart expanding. It's an unfamiliar sensation. Like the Grinch? (laughs) Doesn't quite know what this could mean. Thinks maybe it's cancer that would excel him upwards in the, like, upward mobility in the employer thing because sickness is a form of upward momentum. Gets you up there faster. This is really good work that you've done here. And he, like, reaches out gingerly to receive this tie and inspect it in the the lack of light that there is in this place. <laughs> Trying to like, hold it up with two hands like to catch a ray or of something. This is mighty fine craftsmanship. Thank you so much, Crablad. Can I just say that he inst- undoes the other tie and puts it on before anyone can even see? Like, it's just a part of who he is. Mm, roll for it, because that's funnier. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> what would I use, though? Stealth! I feel like that would stealth. be stealth. Like, you're trying to be sneaky. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can roll a stealth if you want. A stealth or a clean defund. Oh, man. Here we go. <sighs> stealth. Fuck! <laughs> What happened? Four. It's a four. <laughs> it skirted up onto my keyboard's little like wrist guard, uh, and it was a nineteen, <laughs> and like went. <laughs> so, because of the effect of the grammals, and maybe the the hole itself, you can't really tell. You don't remember how to tie a tie. No! <laughs> you get one of them off. The other one, you can't figure out how to tie. <laughs> I'd like to take a mental <laughs> Okay, so let's see. Intern tall, stylish hair, and dressed to him slenderman who could sell your own farm ties. Slightly torn and removed. And other tie is now draped. Like a common scarf. This is this is exceptional crab exceptional crab lad. You know what? It's so good. I'll put it here for now. Okay, but everybody, look at what Rob's got. (laughs) Hold on, I have a question. Yeah. What does Clint do with the old tie? Does he toss it aside? What what has he done with the one that's torn? Weak and broken things are to be discarded, so he has tossed it into the abyss. Uh, (laughs) The literal abyss? (laughs) And tossed it. Is Is there a role I can do? Snag it. Uh, a role you could do to grab it? No, but you do have an aspect. Yeah, I have grabby kleptopaws. <laughs> yeah, use that if you want. I think I do. I'm going to use my last 
fate point. All right, you grab it. I grab that tie. I've squirreled it away and stuck it in another like hidden pouch in my big old belt. It feels really weird. You have it there, but it doesn't feel like it is there, but you know it's there. It feels very weird. <laughs> it's very strange to like hold it or have it in your possession. Could Clint try to catch that this happened? Oh, let Cassie decide if she wants to do it unnoticed or not. I think I'd prefer to do it unnoticed. So I can roll stealth, but either way I have the tie, whether and whether or not he notices it. Yeah, you have the tie. You can uh, you can roll stealth, yeah. Come on, dice, please. Oh, it's a nat 20 plus three. Nice. You can roll against it if you want, Clint, but it's going to be difficult. No. Okay, yeah. No, we're cool. Of all the times I get a freaking 20, it's like, I'm going to sneak. I'm going to grab this old tie. I know. Yeah, you just used a three point and a 20 on that. Robert is just kind of awestruck. He doesn't really know what's happening. He's just looking at the map and he's just like, this map. Wow, everyone, look. And he pulls everyone around. What does the map say? Do I roll and investigate? No, you're holding a map. <laughs> it would be stupid. So I don't have this drawn up, obviously. <laughs> uh, but basically, you, you see a map of all of Agatha. Okay. <laughs> they have checked out very, very, very many rooms. You can tell it all they've been doing during the time that they've been here, which you know is at least 17 days, uh, is just check places. And be like, no, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. So th did they mark the rooms off with, on that map? Yes, they marked all the rooms off on floor 16, all the ones on floor 17, 18, 19, uh, all the way down to also marked. Yeah, floor 13, where you started, is not marked. Dang. So does that mean they started at like floor 15 when they started checking? So. 14 is done, 12 is also done, 11 all the way up is done. But not 13. 13 is not, no. So the goal of Lucius was to find uh, Atlas's room. It was mentioned that they tried to find Atlas's room, and the other kids left, so if, if Lucius is here by himself, he probably is checking out floor 13. Uh, the scaffolding is also on the map, and it has access to most of the floors. Like downwards. So I hate to say it, but I think we need to go back up. Saying, Rob, that 13 is a floor the kids didn't have the ability to check. I, I don't know that. Because it could be that they ran into Grammolds as well, that the Grammolds were hibernating on floor 13 till we disrupted them. So back up to floor 13 then. It might be safer to use the scaffolding than go back to where we had all the grandmalts. Should we see if it's safe, though, the scaffolding? Let's maybe investigate it and see if there's any loose railings that we need to look out for. Yeah, Wick. <laughs> go check it out with that rotary hammer of yours. Go, go test those. <laughs> Wait, don't, don't attack it with the rotary hammer, Wick. So... The thing is, Wick is already gone. Ow! Yeah, he's gone. Where'd he go? What? He just walked away. Sketch your role-playing errand too well. <laughs> so, now we have two we have to look for. Great. <laughs> <laughs>